Hello, happy Sunday. Um, welcome back to Mediocre Medium. I wanted to give a little intro here for today's episode because um, I had a lovely conversation with one of my good friends, Jennifer Spears, um, and that's what you will hear um, in today's episode. And we just kind of go over, um, you know, intuition and our how we've experienced it just kind of in our everyday life and um this is kind of the first time that jenny has spoken publicly about this so you know please be kind please come in with an open mind and i hope you all enjoy it thanks for listening so um well first of all uh Jenny and I have been friends for a long time um kind of like I don't know since we were kids <laughs> in the garden at Catholic school yeah. yeah um and it's so funny because my favorite story of us is saving that butterfly when we were little that's like my Sorry. favorite story we yeah it. yeah there was like a little butterfly near her house that like but the wing had broken or something right and we like took it in and like tried to save it (laughs) um but I just think that that's really funny looking back now because obviously like we both are very like in tune with nature and stuff like that now so it just makes sense that we did that um But yeah, so when I was kind of trying to explore my intuition and figuring out what it was, um, it actually happened that Jenny was the one that got me in touch with the medium I ended up speaking to that like kind of kickstarted this whole thing for me. Um, So it's just funny how, you know, I don't know, we have this like kind of lifelong bond and then like you played such a huge part (laughs) in me like discovering this about me you know unintentionally really but it was just cool how that all happened and um yeah it's just been a really cool journey to be able to like talk about these things and yeah um well I mean kind of just going off of what you just said I mean there's so many different things that we can talk about but um, when I, so Tay and I were really good friends since we were in kindergarten and, um, we went to Catholic school together and then I actually transferred to public school when I got to sixth grade and kind of naturally we just lost touch because, you know, we didn't have cell phones then and, um, didn't have cars to drive. So, Um, you know, we both had busy social calendars and sports and everything like that. And we did end up going to the same high school, but by then, you know, it had been like three years since we'd been close and, you know, we had no hard feelings, but we just didn't really make a point to hang out. So, you know, fast forward into 2020, um, you know, so Tay and I were both at that time, what, like 26 years old. So it had been well over 12 years since we had been close I just kept getting this feeling that I needed to reach out to her 
And, you know, we still followed each other on Instagram. So I always saw what she was up to. And I was always so inspired by her because she would add all of her amazing artwork and, you know, everything that she was up to. And, you know, she's always been such a great example of being fully yourself. So I was always following her from the background, but all of a sudden, you know, if we're talking about intuition, which this is, you know, the whole thing that we're talking about in this episode, um, I just kept getting this, like, reach out to her, reach out to her. And I was like, what the hell? Like, what am I going to say? You know, like, I, I, it's not like, like I said, it's not like we never talked. I could easily say, Hey, how are you? But there was like this feeling of like needing to send you like a sentimental long message kind of being like hey how are you like let's talk about the fact that we used to be best friends and then we weren't and um you know it wasn't it wasn't like very much that but it was kind of like hey like I feel like you know we I switched schools and then like I kind of like ditched you and you know and um Tay's response was like oh my god I haven't thought about that you know like (laughs) you know no no hard feelings but it opened up this space for us to then continue communication and um and just you know like have like ways that we started to kind of support each other and um the different things that we were both really passionate about and um so through that um I you know I had had um, some friends that I was close with who were really into um, spirituality and intuition. And one of them had said that she wanted to do some sessions with people just to kind of um, get more clear on her um, abilities and like practice. And immediately I knew I had to connect her to Tay. And uh, they're from very different areas. You know, the girl that um, reached out to Tay, lived in Virginia, Tay's in Vermont. So it was just this, you know, I know exactly the person. And, uh, that is what Tay was referring to as like a big pivotal moment in her intuition. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so, I don't know it, it, as you're talking about that, I'm like thinking like, you know, I know that you like reached out to me in 2020, but like, I feel like from then on, like, there's not one key moment that I'm like, oh, we just like clicked again. It just like so naturally happened. Like just like fell back into each other's lives, even though we like don't live in the same place anymore. And it's just so funny because it's like, okay, clearly this like path just like Mm -hmm. opened up, you know, so easily for us to have these conversations and for you to connect me to people like I mean you are like such a master connector with people and I just think it's so funny because I mean I've met so many people through you that are like huge to me now and um yeah it's just really cool that like we have that kind of thing going on yeah I mean I think the master connector is one of the highest compliments I can receive because it truly is one of like my life mission is to be that source of connection for people, you know, whether it is knowing a person to connect someone to or a idea or a, you know, a book or, you know, whatever it is, I kind of just love that idea of being like a hub of, you know, things kind of connecting, like meeting at me and then kind of like continuing on their path. 
Um, but yeah, exactly as Tay said, you know, our moms both commented as soon as we were really close again, they're like, oh, it's just like when you guys were kids and you'd be in one of your rooms and you'd just be talking, 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 talking for hours. And <laughs> that's how it feels for us. It's so crazy. We jump, we, you know, pretty soon after we connected, started doing FaceTimes. And mm-hmm. I think our first one actually, okay. So now I'm, you know how there's so many things I'm remembering. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I interviewed her for a written interview that I did on my website. And that was, I interviewed her about her art. Um, This was before she was doing tattooing. And um, that was kind of the first call. And I remember we did our first call and we didn't end up doing the interview because we talked for like three (laughs) hours and we're like, okay, let's reschedule the interview because we didn't even get to the interview. (laughs) because yes. we had like 12 oh. years to catch up on mm-hmm. but if that's like not the epitome of us in general yeah. I mean we can FaceTime once a week and we still end up talking for two hours or whatever you know it, I mean it's one of my favorite things I love having those type of friendships and you know just like the ones that you jump on the phone and you're just like oh shit like at, the <laughs> amount of times that Tay and I have looked at the clock and been like okay it's a work night and it's 10 30 and that's late for Tay you know I stay up pretty late I feel like Tay's usually sleeping by then and uh like okay I feel like maybe maybe we should call it yeah <laughs> just scratching the surface of the many topics that we could talk about totally yeah we just um, like get into a subject and keep talking <laughs> uh, something that I think would be interesting for us to talk about because we're talking about um, our talks is to talk about the intu- uh, intuitive talks that we started doing like three weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that. Um, so yeah, Jenny and I started um, kind of decided that we both wanted to, you know, hone in on our intuition a little bit more. And although we obviously like know a lot about each other, you know, it was a great opportunity for us to kind of sit down and like do basically a reading for the other person and you know we both essentially do it through meditation and then we like get on a video call and we tell each other the messages that we got for the other and um I personally feel like that's been a hugely like a huge growth experience and just a really cool way for us both to quickly validate the other's experience and you know um I don't know get these messages that we wouldn't necessarily get on our own definitely so yeah yeah um so Tay has been more vocal about her intuition and you know she does her tarot readings on her um Instagram and um also has started her podcast called uh, Mediocre Medium. So, you know, she's very much out there. And um, I have been more quiet about my intuition. Not that I haven't, you know, I have my close friends who are very aware um, and are intuitive themselves, many of them, you know, I or, you know, obviously everyone has intuition, but the ones who are um, actually actively using it, Um, so I have people who know, and I, you know, have had some type of jobs where I've used it in different ways, um, or things that I've started to create, um, businesses, but I haven't ever actually come out and, you know, said, 
I'm an intuitive. I, <laughs> I can, you know, connect to the spirit world or I get, it's, a, and it's, I'm like, it's like laughing right now. I'm laughing um, because it feels so liberating to say that. And um, it's also just like, I, it's totally, it can be scary. I don't even know if scary is the right word, but it's, um, I feel like there's some people in my life who are very supportive of that world. And there's some people in my life who are like, what the fuck are you saying? Are you crazy? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I've been a little bit more reserved about it. And, um, Tay asked me to be on her podcast and I was like, you know what? Sure. I don't, you know, I'd <laughs> love to tell people about this and, um, but anyway, so the intuitive talks, we, we had, um, we, we, our conversations naturally go in that direction as it is. Um, but I was wanting to kind of practice more because, you know, in a meditation for myself, I can get certain information or, you know, understand different things, but, um, practicing is so beneficial because when you have, um, basically the um confirmation from someone it really helps you gain confidence and um that's kind of why we're doing it you know there's many different ways of channeling or getting information and um Tay and I have kind of created a space to be able to try all those different ways in like a completely supportive environment where you know I, you know, she might say something and be like, does this mean anything to you? And I might be like, I have no idea what you're saying. And it's not in a, in a, like that's stupid. Why'd you say that? That makes no sense. It's in a, hmm, maybe that will come up in my life in a different way. Maybe I'll see that maybe, you know, like we're, we're both very aware of our energies and what we're coming into it from. So, you know, she might've had a long day at work or I might've, you know, had a fight with someone. And then, you know, those things really can affect your ability to channel if you're not like clearing it and intentionally going into it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, first of all, I just have to say, I feel like I literally saw your throat chakra open when you were talking about it. We're wide open now. We're, um, we're open right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think it's, <clears throat> our conversations have been really beneficial in that way of knowing that we support the other, no matter what in that way. And there's no doubt, there's no like critical, you know, uh, opinions or anything. And, um, I think it's almost more beneficial when we don't know what the other one is talking about, <laughs> because I feel like it gives us something to like think on, you know, for the week or however long until we talk again. And, um, we just did one before this call and, you know, I connected something she said today to something she said last week. And it's all kind of like, you know, it all kind of makes sense together now. And, um, that's kind of like what, I mean, that's kind of what like channeling for somebody is really, it's like, we can trust ourselves and, you know, believe in what we're saying, obviously, but it's also partially a shot in the dark because, <laughs> you just never know how the messages that you receive are going to manifest in your life. And, um, yeah, I think it's been really beneficial to do it with somebody, you know, that we trust each other and we have that support there to be like, I have no idea, but that's fine. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I also think, I mean, we're both very intentional people as it is, you know, going into this, 
um, I had expressed to Tay, and again, another reason why we came up with this was because I would love to use my intuition in, you know, my life, you know, because it's goes hand in hand, it's connected, it's part of who I am. Um, but I also want to make sure that if I was to ever work with people that I'm doing it from, you know, a fully, like, I, I very much only want to do it if it's going to benefit for someone, you know, I don't want to, um, it's not like what you see when you see a psychic, and they put fear in you, um, make you worried about, you know, such and such danger that's coming your way, you know, that's never how an intuitive should ever read for you. And if you're getting that type of information, they're not um, channeling from a place of light. And so even in channeling from a place of light and, you know, um, good energy, or, you know, there's probably a better way to say that, but even coming from that place, there's still like, for me, this place of, you know, wanting to send the highest possible message to someone and not just, you know, everything's going to be okay, you know, and that's great. And people need to hear that sometimes, but um, yeah, it's just, there's something in me that really wants to make sure that I am creating the clearest channel I possibly can so that the information that I'm giving someone's really going to benefit their life because, um, I've seen a lot of people who get addicted to, to getting information from psychics and tarot readers and everything like that. And there's no change that happens in their life. And, um, yeah, I just don't want to be another one of those people who's just not to belittle that. That's not where I'm saying at all. It's just for me, it really needs to feel like it's moving the needle on, you know, whatever it is that that person's trying to get clarity on. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think also coming from that place of intention, you know, we then attract people with similar intentions Mm -hmm. when they want a reading, right? Like those people that, that get addicted to getting readings, they often get that way because they're getting the same message from multiple readers. And they're like, oh my God, this is real because it's the same message. Well, if you're getting the same message over and over again, you like need to change something in your life. And that's what it's telling you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, both of us are very high intentional people, highly intentional people. And we then attract, I know, at least for me, when I do tarot readings for people, I attract people that are open to change and they're open to the message I'm giving them. And so in turn, if I do a message reading for them again, they're not getting the same reading again. It's, it's a different message, you know? So I think that that is, that's really the highest place you can come from if you ever want to use your intuition in a daily way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I think, I don't know exactly what the quote was, but there was something that I had heard somewhere about, you know, real healers or, you know, whatever, their goal is not, is to make it so that they're not needed anymore, you know? So Mm -hmm. like helping people open their intuitions up and learn to listen to themselves and, you know, being a support along the way for people, but not wanting people to, um, need you, you know, because yeah, I think that's, that's so important. And I think that that's like something that I think we, I mean, 
I had never heard that before, but I feel like that's just something I do anyway, right? Like, you know, I want healing for people. Like that's the whole goal, you know, for both of us. And um, I mean, yeah, we we started doing these intuition things <laughs> with each other because we both would like to use it more in our daily lives and use it in a way that helps people. And um, I don't think either one of us really know to what capacity yet or how that will look or anything. I mean, I still don't either. Um, but I think it's a great stepping stone for us to be able to do this. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> and it is, I mean, you said it's kind of scary to talk about it. Right. And it is scary. I think, I mean, I think I, I put this podcast out every week now this will be like my seventh or eighth episode and it's still scary because it feels like well I'm crazy (laughs) you know and um I said in my last episode uh I was talking about spirit guides Mm -hmm. and I was just saying how like it still feels crazy to talk about but I'm like crazy people don't know that they're crazy so (laughs) yeah I must not be (laughs) yeah and you know, I think that something that I've realized because, you know, I've been intuitive since I was young or born. I mean, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to say, but I've been so hyper aware of this since I was in the, you know, like in Catholic school. Right. And it's now as I'm 28 years old, I'm recognizing it's scarier to not live the way that you know, live in accordance to my intuition, you know, the times I shut it down, the times I like, don't listen to my intuition, don't meditate. It's, it, my life is dramatically different and not in a positive way. <laughs> when I do listen to my intuition, when I do take the time to, you know, be intentional to meditate, to, you know, kind of like take pauses to really think about things. And my life is so different. And, you know, it kind of gets down to that point of, anyone who wouldn't accept me as being this version of myself is not worth being in my life. And, you know, it's kind of what it is because I just can't continue to live without it being like known or not even known. It's not like everyone needs to know this about me, but like, I don't, I shouldn't have to want to hide it. I shouldn't have to think that it's not something that I can just talk about with people. Absolutely. Yes. I feel that. On a high level, because yeah, I I think you know. I mean, we've talked about this a lot, but it doesn't have to be some like coming out and being like, "Hey, everybody!" (laughs) It doesn't have to be that way. But I think what's important and what I was reminded of, and the reason I started this podcast was like, this is a part of you. You can't ignore it. Mm -hmm. So integrate it into your life, because otherwise it's just going to gnaw you and it's going to, you're going to be forced to have it in your life regardless. So why wouldn't you just live it, you Mm -hmm. know, like embrace it fully and live it. (laughs) And Um, it's really, it's really cool. I mean, I think that's the, I think the fear mentality around it comes from the people who are fearful, not the people who actually are like experiencing it themselves. You know, I, 
I've only had good experiences with my intuition. I've only had good experiences. It's not the close your eyes and see a ghost. It's not, or, or not even close your eyes. I mean, I think the biggest fear people have is that they're going to see it in front of them, which never (laughs) happens. That doesn't happen. That's not what clairvoyance is. Right. No, it's not seeing a ghost in front of you. It's, you know, it's like seeing, it's basically like if you were to like daydream, you know, you Mm -hmm. see it in your head, you see an image, you know, those are the type of things. And um, yeah, you know, it's not, it's not a scary thing. It's a very calming experience. It's a very like meditative experience. It's very, very present in the moment experience. And um, the moments when you receive a message about something that you've been, when you're ready to hear it, right? Because you can receive, anyone can receive guidance about anything whenever they want it. There's never a moment where you're ever alone. There's never a moment when you're not supported. It's just whether or not you are in a receptive mode to hear it and to want to hear it. So some of the most powerful moments of my life has been when I've been maybe struggling about some, something that I'm struggling over. And I keep wanting to fix it. You know, our, as, as humans, we have this like fix it mentality. How can I fix this? How can I fix it? And I just don't want to listen. I don't want to listen because it seems too easy or I don't feel like just sitting down. I just feel like I need to keep going, going, going. And those moments where this big problem, I finally just sit and I listen and I hear the guidance or see the guidance or, you know, whatever way it comes to me. And it's just that easy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I just can put it down. And yes. And there's times where I want to pick it back up and there's times I do pick it back up. But if I continue to like, like uh, practice and use that muscle of hearing the message and then releasing it, eventually you put it down for good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing I think is like, (laughs) if the same problem keeps arising in your life, like I think of it as, uh, like retrospectively, I look at my past relationships, right. And how a lot of them followed the same patterns in like unhealthy behaviors or whatever. And I had to continue to experience those relationships because I hadn't learned from them. Mm -hmm. And like any sort of guidance you receive is going to be similar because if you decide to do the opposite of that, Mm -hmm. the next guidance you get is going to be the same guidance because you didn't learn the first time, you know? And I think that, you know, you and I are both very um, action-based people Mm -hmm. where like, like you said, like when there's a problem, we want to fix it. Like we want to do something. There has to be an action we can take. Right. And I feel like both of us have learned through listening to our intuition and guidance that we're like, Oh, actually we just need to like change how we're perceiving this. Mm -hmm. Like literally, I'm literally turning a dial with my hand right now. It's like change your perception, turn -hmm. the volume down and like, just approach it a different way. It doesn't even need to be like an action necessarily. It just needs to be like a change of mindset. Totally. You know, Yeah. And I think it's so important to recognize that anytime something doesn't feel good or isn't working, it's not a punishment. It's because you're wanting something else. There's something that's missing from your current experience that you want, you know, and, and you're, you are worthy to receive it. 
and is your birthright to receive whatever it is you want. So, you know, if you're having an experience that's continuing to show up again and again, it's not working. Mm -hmm. Let it go. Let the new thing come to you. And don't be so afraid that, you know, it, it, it doesn't exist that the things that we had before are ever better than what's coming. There's never a time. Yes. Like in the moment you might have, you know, a time where you're like, oh, I, things were so much better then, right? Like you can always look back and think that a time of your life was better. But if you were really thinking about it, that's not true. You're just unhappy in that one moment about something. And you always, when you have, you know, there's always times where I can see my whole life and see how I've gotten to where I am now. And I can thank this moment and be so grateful that I am where I am now because I, when I, wherever I was, I always wanted the things I have now, you know? Yes. I don't miss the things I used to have. Right. Right. And I think, um, it's also, well, first of all, like super, you know, great that we do stop and thank, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, whomever we're speaking with intuitively for, you know, where we've come to, Mm -hmm. but I think it's also cool that, you know, I think through, tapping into your intuition you do have that perspective like what you just explained of like you know I I'm somebody that uh gets really stuck in nostalgia sometimes like Mm -hmm. I you know I have a lot of earth and water in my chart and I get (laughs) really like retrospective and I'm like oh those were good times but then I am reminded that I'm like when I was at that point I didn't feel that way that's like a false sense of Mm -hmm it's a false sense of feeling. (laughs) And in those moments, I wanted what I have right now. Like I, I wanted exactly what I have. Mm -hmm. So, and I think it's also important to remember that like the guidance that we've listened to are, is what has gotten us here. Mm -hmm. You know, like we, you and I both would not be where we are without listening to that. And I think just the last like year or two years has been such a, an indicator of that for both of us, Definitely. <laughs> you know, I mean, we both made huge, I don't know, strides just like emotionally, mentally, and we're both making huge changes in our lives this year. <laughs> and Same time, you know, same yeah. time frame. It's really cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, uh, we both said we have senioritis right now. hundred <laughs> mm-hmm. percent. We're at the precipice of like Big. these really cool things happening. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about how like you felt like moving? <laughs> how I felt. You mean my, oh, why I'm moving or where I'm going? Yeah. Yeah. Like all of it. Okay. Um, So yeah, I am moving to California. I'm moving to San Diego um, in less than a month. I, you know, anyone who knows me has known I've wanted to go to California since I was young. I grew up going there because I had my grandparents living right in the LA area. Um, And it was one of those places that just always felt like home. And I had made a few different times in my life I or two times in particular I had you know said oh I'm going to go out there 
and um, never made like official plans, but was like, oh, okay. Like I moved to New Orleans um, right before the pandemic and I was there for six months and I was like, it was going to be a year lease. And my plan was always, okay, this year is up. I go to California. Um, but I ended up moving back to Virginia because of the pandemic and uh, stayed here for another year and a half. And um, in the last six months, it just got louder and louder and louder. I, you know, it's always been where I've wanted to go. And it was just so apparent that where I'm at is not home. I have amazing friends here. My family lives uh, close as well. So there's a lot of amazing things about it, but it's not the environment. The place does not feel like home. Um, so I just decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. And I just started telling everyone. <laughs> and, you know, normally they say that if there's something you really want, keep it to yourself until you are confident enough that you're going to do it or it's going to happen or you're whatever it is, or you're in a good place yeah. to share. I did the opposite. I was like, tell everyone <laughs> so that you have no choice but to do it. <laughs> everyone knows. Uh, everyone knows. I just say, oh, I'm going to California. Oh, where are you going? San Diego. And, um, just kept doing, kept doing, kept doing it. And it was a big lesson in trust because, you know, I didn't have any plans. I just knew I was going to go. And, um, as it happens, you know, as we've seen over and over, when you put things out there, things start to fall into place. So my whole entire drive out there, I've know someone on every single stop, you know, so I have a place to stay my whole entire route out there. Um, and I'm driving by myself. I'm moving out there alone. So like, you know, that was really awesome. Um, I found the perfect place to stay for my first month. I decided I was going to do an Airbnb. So I'm found it mile and a half from the ocean. It's absolutely beautiful. Great price. You know, that lined up. Um, I have a few people that I know out there and yeah, everything has just been so aligned that, I've been, I could tell I'm supported in this decision and, um, above all else, you know, I'm 28 now and have nothing tying me down. And it was just one of those things that I realized that if I didn't do it now, not that I would never do it. Right. Because I do believe that it's really something I'm meant to do in my life, but I realized that if I didn't do it now, then there would get more complicated. There'd be more excuses, more reasons, like, you know, maybe being married, maybe having kids, maybe, having a job that I absolutely love, you know, like whatever it is, starting a company. I mean, there's so many things and uh, yeah. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to go out there and if I love it, you know, I'm going to stay for at least four or five months out there. Cause I have a wedding to come back to in June to this area. And if I love it, I'm staying, if not, at least I did it and I can check it off my list and say, you know, that's, that was meant for me for whatever reason, but I'm doing it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I have thought you should go all along because literally since we were kids, I always saw you being in California. Like I just always saw that. I don't know why, but it's, it's just, yeah, it's really cool to have a place that feels like home, you know? And, mm -hmm. and I know, I mean, Hey, for instance, knows Vermont is home. Mm -hmm. you know, like she doesn't doubt that for herself. And so I think if you, you know, where, if you know, you, where you're meant to be, but like, if you feel like you're meant to go somewhere else, you might as well try, you know, because you wouldn't feel that way unless there was a reason. So, um, our intuitive talks that we've had have been really helpful because some of the messages that Ty has channeled for me has been very aligned. Um, 
about that and two in particular <clears throat> which have been really cool one of them is about um not settling down immediately when I get there and kind of being open to move along you know the whole state of California which is actually something that I had intuitively been feeling for you know a couple months and so that was affirming which um as we've said one of the really awesome things about us doing this is being confirmed and affirmed about the things that we're feeling ourselves um and the other one was you might say this better than I could but something about the people not mattering as much as the place yeah yeah it was very much like that I mean it was yeah that you will be drawn to other places and that the place that you go is more important the significance of the place is more important than the people that you meet along the way because you're really good at meeting people like you have a natural ability to just like meet people and like blend with them um so that's not something that like your soul needs growth through I think and I think that the movement itself is really the important part it's just like seeing new things and experiencing new things and learning about how you feel in different places Mm -hmm. yeah and that definitely really resonated with me as well so yeah, it's happening again, end of February. So it's very aligned with Tay's timeline as well for her move into her next step in her career. Yeah, I just think it's so funny that this happened. Like, we didn't even really, like, we've been talking about this all mm-hmm. along, but we didn't plan a time frame of like, oh, we're both going to do this at the same time. Um, and I don't know if I've talked about, like, that's when I'm going full time into tattooing but that is when I'm going full-time to tattooing. So it's like really funny that that is just like such a big shift happening. And it's like after both retrogrades end, like Mm -hmm. all these things, um, we're going to be in Pisces season at that point, which is like very like dreamy and expansive anyway. So I don't know, very cool. And obviously like, I mean, like you said, this has been so aligned for you and you know, I've experienced the same thing with tattooing. And I just think it's, it's such a clear, clear indicator of like, this is what you're supposed to be doing, because it's so rare that things just line up like that. You know, I mean, like you having a place to stay every stop along the way as you drive out. I mean, that's just such a, such a, you know, sign that, yep, this is all set for you. Like this is, it's almost like a push, you know, and I've experienced, you know, a similar thing. So I just think it's really cool. And it's both of these things have been because we've listened to our intuition and we've Mm. just trusted ourselves and known that these are the things that we're supposed to be doing. So, and I think um, a lot to be said about both of the things that we're doing, they've been things that we've both thought about for quite some time And a big thing with intuition is understanding that you're not going to have the full picture immediately and that you just have to trust the push in that direction. The little, like the things that, you know, the reason you have to trust that you're feeling that way for a reason and that you're feeling gravitated towards something for a reason and that you don't need to know the full picture. Because again, as humans, we need, like, we're told all the time about being practical and having the list and understanding X, Y, Z, and what are you going to do and how are you going to pay for this? And, you know, who, who do you know? And all those things. And, um, you know, with California, it was a big, it was, 
I've always been a big leap of faith person in different, different ways. And, you know, really practicing that muscle, but California has been the absolute biggest leap of faith that I've taken this far in my life with not a lot of things being set yet other than where I'm staying and my trip out there, you know? So yeah, with intuition, you know, it's really just understanding that if you feel drawn towards something, there's a reason for it and it's going to work out and you're going to figure everything out along the way and you're supported along the way. Absolutely. And that it's going to be better than you even think it's going to be, <laughs> you know, almost always like if better you're than you could ever plan. Yeah, totally. I mean, if, if things are aligned for you in that way, it's like guaranteed that it's going to be better than you could ever think. So, um, Okay, I just want to close out with one more question. Um, I'm curious, and if you feel comfortable sharing this, but um, what's like the most, I guess like the most like powerful or like notable thing that you've experienced because of your intuition? You know, like what's the biggest thing that sticks out to you that's just like, it kind of even shocks you? <laughs> yeah, um, sure. I I feel like, um, you know, Ty had asked me at the beginning of this and then we kind of said, let's cut this because I wasn't <laughs> quite ready for her question. Um, but my journey with my intuition, I feel like now I can kind of answer that a little bit better now that I've been warmed up about, <laughs> um, because we, we call this like as a joke, like my like announcing kind of episode about my intuition and um, all of this. So I feel like now that it's out there, I can kind of dive into yeah, that. It's already <laughs> happened now, so. Um, but so not to get into like the whole childhood, like blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I've always had like intuition felt a lot, been an empath, you know, all of those things. But, um, I would say after college, um, I always had this like feeling that something was with me, you know, in a sense of like a support, even in my darkest, hardest times. And, I definitely had a lot of those in college and high school. And, you know, so, you know, I, I had um, some, I always felt a presence, right? Like that never went away. But I would say that um, I moved to Boston after college and I didn't feel fulfilled by the job that I currently had at that time. <clears throat> and I knew that I needed to move to Virginia, which is where my family had just moved from Vermont. And um, when I got to Virginia, it was, immediately like this huge time of reflection of eating really healthy working out meditating journaling so much journaling so much journaling um you know reading doing all of these things you know that really got me into a state to be able to like understand more what was going on and the books kept escalating you know like I would I started with books that were very much psychology based and then I was reading books that were very spiritual spiritually based and you know it started with more like Eckhart Tolle like more like big picture spirituality like more of um like yoga stuff and uh religion and spirituality in that way and then it turned into this like intuition you know what is possible So that world, you know, it started when I moved here and it got bigger and bigger until I started to connect to other people and learn about the idea of intuition and connecting. And um, 
I met some amazing people and I saw my first intuitive, uh, actually not until 2020. So I had two years of, um, I probably had had like a tarot reading or something, you know, before that, but I really very much knew about my intuition. Um, I had connected in my own way, but I didn't actually like see someone else until like 2020. And I was scared. The reason I didn't was because I didn't want to hear anyone say, you know, I had the the view of psychics that I had said previously of, you know, them giving you fearful messages. And, you know, so anyways, one of the first um, intuitives I saw was just like, you're very much confirmed everything I knew about myself was the first time I had heard someone I didn't know being like, you're very intuitive, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I see this for you, this, 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 and this. And I was like, okay. So anyways, to kind of like get to what you're saying, I like built this community, kept meeting people, kept having all these, you know, people confirm, confirm, confirm. And the type, the time that sticks out the most to me, um, there's two, I'm going to share two. Okay. One of them was before I had ever seen someone who confirmed my abilities. So this was just like, kind of like a very, like what just happened thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a moon circle and I didn't know anyone there, um, except for the person who was leading it. And I was talking to this girl and we were having this whole conversation and we're like sitting next to each other. And, um, all of a sudden I look at her and I said, this is going to be really random, but does the name Frederick mean anything to you? Cause I just started getting shouted in my head. And she was like, that's my brother's name. And she's like, I actually like was just talking to him and she like pulled out her phone from her bag and showed me, she's like, he just texted me. And mind you, I'm like, Frederick is not a name I would (laughs) think of. Like it was just one of these experiences. And I just immediately was just like, like, I basically, the way I see it is like when you're a channel, you have like, you open yourself up to receive that information. Immediately my, it went closed. (laughs) I I look at her and I go, I don't know what that means. I have nothing else to share with you. I don't have any message. Maybe, maybe just respond to him. Like I literally, and she was like, Whoa, that was really cool. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know anything else to say to you. That's all I got for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. So that was like the first time that I had an experience that wasn't confirmed I've worked with people who are intuitives I know that this is a thing I've actually like don't feel crazy you know that was just um so that happened the um the time that I felt like when I knew about my intuition I started working with this woman who I did a Reiki certification and um I ended up moving on to doing a spiritual like uh, connection class with her and it was really cool because I ended up doing a one-on-one and so we would meet and we would do like a zoom session. And, uh, she was like, wow, you're super advanced. Like you already, you know, like, she's like, usually this is just a class about meditation, but you're already connecting. So she's like, you know what, I'm going to have you do, um, I'm going to have you do like something I would have usually do in an advanced class. And I was like, sure. She showed me a picture of someone. She wouldn't tell me who they were, anything about them, whether they were dead or alive. And she would be like, okay, I want you to connect to this person. I want you to tell them all everything you know about them. And she did that with three pictures. She did them like separate 
gym sessions, but I think the first time she did two, got every single thing about them right. Like got, or like got like 90, 95% right. And, uh, you know, things that were just insane that I would not be able to tell you about this picture of this person. I was like, they, she would be like, okay, like, you know, are they dead or alive? Like, what do you know about them? Like, you know, one example that I can say just to kind of sh- like explain this is one picture was of her, um, her husband's father would passed away. And I was like, I'm seeing, I was like something about a birdhouse. And, um, and she was like, after the fact, after I had the whole list and went through it, she would like tell me everything that was lined. And she's like, yeah, he used to make birdhouses in our garage. And, you know, things like that, where I was like, oh, okay. Like, so that was Crazy. like the biggest confirming moment for me. Cause I was like, I can't make this shit up at this point. You know, I don't know her. I don't know the people she's showing me and I wouldn't know these things about them. So, um, right. yeah. So that was like the biggest, like, okay, this isn't bullshit, you know? I'm yeah. Not yeah. Super powerful. I mean, I think those are the moments that like we remember because it's like that first moment of you actually believing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think those are like the most powerful moments because it's like, oh, wait, <laughs> wait, I'm not crazy. This is being mm-hmm. confirmed in real time, you yep. know? So, well, thank you for joining me. Um, this is really fun. And, um, you know, I'd love to have you on again. Maybe we'll talk about astrology sometime or something. Oh, I'd love to do that. Thanks for having me. This has been great. I'm glad that I have this out in the open now. So if anyone ever wants to talk to, with me about intuition. <laughs> yes, feel free it's to all out, out there now. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And um, I'll uh, see you all on the next episode. Sounds great. Bye. Bye. <laughs>